The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I mean, do you have something to hide? I mean, no, I do not, but it makes me that a little sounds like uncomfortable. That's exactly what somebody would say if they have something to hide. What am I supposed to say? Like, yes, I do have many things to hide. <laughs> well, of course, I don't want anyone looking at all of my business. I mean, were they, like, peeking in the window? Like, what was going on here? No, but they were close enough that they could have been peeking. So who's to say that they were or were not peekers and I hadn't just caught them yet? Or they were just doing their job. Or they were doing their job. And maybe a little peeking on the side. Okay. We, I'm a we little need, paranoid, We I need to talk say. about this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have, as usual, a lot to get to today, but I do want to say we've got a special guest, two special guests. Have, I was wondering how you were going to make a singular guests, plural. <laughs> uh, who are going to be joining us today, two of the producers of a show called... A comedy game show called Wait What. Wait it's What? It's happening tonight at Helium Comedy Club, uh, so tonight, Thursday, May 24th. They'll have lots of information on it, huge panel that they have tonight. It sounds like it's going to be a really fun show. Yeah, so Isaac and Martin are going to be joining us here in just a little bit to talk about that show, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. So we'll be talking to them here in just a minute. Um, before we get to that, I do want to also remind everybody, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the big old button there that's uh, big, Sarah's big old yellow button that big says, ye- I wish I had never said that. Vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Local Podcast. We would really appreciate it if you could. Just by clicking on that big old yellow button. On Sarah's big old yellow button. Stop putting my name FunEmploymentRadio.com. <laughs> Just go there and click on that. Sarah did design the logo that, uh, well, you designed the little ad. I mean, it's really, it's Willamette Week's logo, but whatever. Just click on that button. And vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Local Podcast. That would be quite lovely. All you need is an email address. And you know, it's there Thursday. isn't even registration. Just you know, put in your email address. Boop, 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 like, boop. What could I do today that would help somebody out? You know, I listen to this show every day, and I'm enjoying that entertainment. What could I do? Well, that's what you could do is just tap it, your, your little fingers on your mobile phones there and just go there and... And vote that in. Sarah's Greg's having a Thursday. Greg is, has, has big like a big old yellow button. Greg right. says billions of things that he's trying to get done at the same time, so he defaults to keep saying big big old yellow button. That's my tick now. It's it's really it's hard not to say it. Yeah. At this point. Big old yellow button. Okay. All right. That'll... Click on that. Funnelplayradio.com. We have other things to discuss though, and let's get right to it and talk about what's been going on with Sarah. Now I don't really know. The entire well, it's detail not a going here. on, but you know, well, I'm... it sounds like something's going on that we need to get to the bottom of because, you know, as as you know, if you listen to this show, I own a house in Southeast Portland. Oh, I've Jesus said it Christ. many times on this show, and you know, I am probably the neighborhood weirdo where I am. I realize this because I frequently walk around shirtless, yelling at my lawnmower and or or walking around in my boxers in my house with the windows open sometimes, but it's my private property. I'm allowed to walk around in my boxers on occasion. It's not for any kind of titillation factor. It's because it it's comfortable. It does seem very strange when you could be wearing, you know, actual shorts. But it's more, but it's comfortable could, for me. Could have like a special surprise in the front of like the, the opening. There are no up. special surprises. I'm just walking through my own living room. So I feel like, I feel it's okay. Although I can't say the same for everybody who's, it's not like I'm standing there at the window and like I'm just saying like for how many times dancing I've seen, around in circles or like there's a red light on. For or, how many times I've seen you walking around with your pants unzipped and you not knowing <laughs> it, I don't think that you're the best one to say whether or not something is or is not exposed. Yeah. Because you walk around constantly. I'm sorry. This is one of Greg's things that he does, and he knows it, and it's not trying to be mean, but Greg has a problem keeping his zippers up. 
Well, I don't have a problem keeping my zippers up. On occasion, it's... I'm a very busy person thinking about important things. And on occasion, wow. you know, maybe thinking about zipping my pants. So what you're saying are people that properly zip their pants aren't as busy or important as you. That's exactly it. Okay. That's exactly verbatim, word for word. That's what I was trying to get out. And thank you for clarifying that. That's, I mean, yes, sometimes, sometimes it has happened. It has happened. And, you know, I'll, I'll do my best. To try but to sometimes your best that, isn't good enough, Greg. That uh, from now on. But I don't think there's been any major issues that have arisen from that. It's my private property. I can do what I want. However, I do. I'm, okay. I'm also. This is not your campaign platform <laughs> again like yesterday. You... No, no. I'm just saying I, I, I realize, you know, maybe not for everybody, but also I'm also paranoid of anybody that comes around my house. So, you know, so I, I appreciate being a little bit paranoid. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that. I lived next to meth head neighbors for many, many years. The battle of the meth head neighbors lasted from the beginning of this show all the way up to a couple of years ago. So it, it was a long time. It was. It was quite the battle. Quite the battle, you know. And I won. I won in the end. And in, in no short part to my paranoia. However, those were legitimate concerns. And I want to walk through what's going on with you. So Sarah lives in an apartment. I do. Um, a tiny little apartment, a uh, studio apartment. I mean, it's it's a studio, and it's tiny. Yeah, that's that's not that's offensive. That's fair. Okay, it's very small. It's less than three hundred and fifty square feet. Yes, and this is and it's in a big building with a bunch of other people that live there too. Not as big as my big old yellow button. Well, though. Sarah's big old yellow button. Everybody, go to funemploymentrate.com. Click on Sarah's big old yellow button. Anyway, uh, yeah. So you live, you live in the apartment complex, <laughs> and and so there's there's what like a hundred people that live in there or something. A thousand people. I don't a thousand know. How many people live in your apartment? Probably complex? at least a thousand. A thousand people live in Sarah's yes. apartment complex. So there's a lot of people. A lot of weird rooms and a lot of weird doors and it's a, it's a strange, strange place. I've been over there a couple of times. And now you also now don't talk to any of your neighbors. You have spoken to some of them before. Yes, I have. But for some reason, like like my neighbors, like whatever... Whatever light I cast on them before, like now they just want nothing to do with me. Well, you're the old lady who's been there for a long time. I know. I think so. Even you're the like, creepy old lady. Like, even, how long has she been there? Like, I don't know. Forever. She when was there she when I moved in. There? Like, would everybody on your floor be able to say, like, I don't know. She was there when I moved in. I don't know. The guy who, like, there's Is there anybody guy? that's been there longer? Mm, no, my other neighbor, the lawyer, like, uh, they've stopped being a little, they've been less nice to me too. Every time I see them, they'll be like, Uh-oh. I'll be like, hi, you. And they'll be like, hey, Sarah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> they don't listen to the show, right? No. Okay. No, well, it's no, not no. like you're saying anything bad anyway. No, but I no, I don't think so. But I think that like they used to be like, how are things? What is going on? Like, what's going on like, with you? Oh, and now it's, it's just you. like head down, flipping through the mail. Hey, Sarah. What, have you become like their Newman or something? I don't know, but I'm not loud. Like, I don't have, like, I'm not a bad neighbor. I don't blast music. I'm not like, I... You know, I'm there to sleep, basically, mm-hmm. or, like, work on a painting. Like, I'm not there. Like, I never have anybody over. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I don't, like, you know, cook things that make weird smells because I don't cook. Right. You know. Well, yeah, I think, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know, like, what's, but is it, maybe it's because, like, my lack of attempting to, like, make any kind of friendship. Yeah. Do you think that maybe sometimes people just all of a sudden just get frustrated? Like, well, never mind. I'm just going to stop being nice. I mean, that could be, <coughs> that could be part of it. You know, they're just uh, they're just deciding that. Uh, yeah, like maybe I'm not even worth. Like, they, it's the, not the worth putting out the effort. effort. Okay, so that's awkward. Like if you're not going to get, if you try really hard and nobody gives you anything in return, like I've been like that before, where I'm like, okay, you know what? I give it a good shot. You're not into this. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just move on. And no, be like, I've, okay, we're not going to be friends then. There's a mutual friend of ours who I think I've brought it up to you, like uh, um, that I would see at one of our watering holes. 
that I would see all the time. It's a woman. Okay. And she used to always be very nice. Like, I don't know. Like, something happened. Like, this all happened. No, but this all happened within. Did you do something offensive and not realize it? I don't think so. But it's a person. Um, No, and they're they're there a lot. And this woman, like, lately, whenever I'd be like, hey, you, how's it going? And she's just kind of like, like, she almost shudders. Shudders at, like, the, the looks of me. Like, and then is, does she immediately go to her phone and start texting someone? No, she just immediately like leaves the vicinity to which I'm standing in. Do you ever worry that people are texting about you? No, because then I would never sleep. Yeah, like, I started down that road. You can't start down that I road. I started down that do road not, of paranoia. Do not put on your shoes and walk down that road. And it's not like I feel like I've done anything to you know people, but I have. I've ventured down that road of paranoia, and I've tried to control that. No. Where so it's all like, that kind of happened you within a small texting? area. What's going on? What are you? What are you writing about? What, are you writing about me? Yeah, see, it's it's a real dangerous road. Exactly, you can't go down that. You road. can't do You're it. Right. No, because I start right. like I started to fall down that when I was at this place. Um, okay, and then I was like, I'm like, well, okay. So I tried twice, and both times I got the whole like, like get away from me vibe. I'm like, oh, okay, so that's not that's how it All is right. now. So maybe you're giving that up vibe off, or they've just decided. I don't know. They don't so like, well, with. so that was so that that's that was more personal out there in the apartment. My my neighbor who's always been pleasant to me, they. They really aren't anymore. So I'm like, okay, well, I know, uh, I know that that they are going through a lot of stuff. I know some stuff that's been going on. So I think maybe that's like a transitional period. So maybe that's what's happening. Anyway, so okay. there's on the other side of me, there's this other guy who's moved in. Like for some reason, the apartment to my right mm-hmm. has always been the unfriendly man apartment. Okay, like it's just been a series of unfriendly people who have moved in there. And like I'm not, I'm like I'm not. Talkative. Wait, is this isn't this the guy that you said? Uh, Don't worry, I can't hear you having sex. Like, didn't you say that to Different one of your guy. neighbors? Different guy. Yeah, but you did or did not say that to one of your neighbors. Once. I don't recall. I'm pretty sure that's what you I said. I don't recall. Don't but worry, can't guy, hear you having sex. <laughs> this guy, it was so awkward because so our creepy. doors are like right next to each other, and like so, it's kind of you know they're um it's like a you know 45 degree angle, so we're like our doors are like side okay. by side basically. Okay. And so at one point, like, usually I'm pretty good. Like, you at, could like, do the sitcom thing where you both open the door at the same time and, and bump each other, like, and then you both put your hands up in the air, like, oh, my gosh. Okay, and that's what happened. What? Oh, wait, seriously? Seriously, but it didn't go that well. So um, so I usually, will, you know, listen in my hall, bef- like, before to make sure that nobody's out there so that I can, like, leave, you know, squirrel out of there quietly uh-huh. without having to see anybody. Uh, but at this point, I was, like, listening to something in my headphones. I'd already put in my headphones before I was leaving, so I couldn't hear the hallway noises. So I uh, opened my door, and as I'm turning back around to, like, you know, close my door, I bump into somebody, and it's the dude, and he's leaving at the exact same time I am. And I was like, oh, sorry, excuse me. And he just went like this. He just, we just looked turned at you? and glared at me, didn't say anything, locked his door, and walked down the hall. Wow. It was so odd. Like, I stood there kind of like, eh? What a, okay, like we share a wall. He just glared at you and he, walked he away. He glared at me, didn't say a thing, didn't smile, looked at me, locked his door, turned, and just okay. walked away. You're saying, now, I'm just saying, this is these are two different people. These are direct neighbors to you. You share walls with them. Yeah, but I never Why see do them. both of these people hate you? Are you doing something in your apartment that you're not realizing? I don't think so. Like, what... Do you make noise? No. No, and I'm rarely there except for, like, to sleep or paint. That's all it, yeah, I don't even, like, listen to music loud. Um, and if I do, it's, like, in, you know, midday. Man, I don't know. Maybe do you my, snore really loud? No, but but the man does. I can hear him through the walls. Huh. 
There's got to be something. Why would they both dislike I mean, I you so much? I do have a white noise machine, but it just makes it loud. Like, well, yeah, because I live in you know in a loud part of the city, so there's oh. lots of traffic. Like, there's a lot of. It's like a. Oh well, that could be part of it. If that's loud enough, to, is, do you think it's loud enough to go through the walls? No, it's just loud enough to like muffle out the screams of people outside. Can you hear it in the hallways? No. Okay. There's something. You're doing something. Does I your... just don't think that they like me. I think there are some some people just don't like some people, and there okay. doesn't really need to be a reason. All right. I know I've lived there for a long time now. Like, if there had been any complaints about me, like my landlords would have told me because I know them, and like we have a good rapport. See, I like to try to figure it out though. Why it is that somebody doesn't? I think that they just don't like me. I think they don't like my face. I think I've been hanging out with you too mm. long, and maybe your punchy <laughs> face is starting to transfer over to mine. I mean, I don't think I have a punchable face, but I've heard this. Yes. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, that was awkward. So I'm like, all right, cool. So no, it is kind of relieving, though, because now I know I don't have to try. Yeah. You know, like there is something freeing about the fact that you don't have to make small talk anymore. Doesn't it bother you a little bit, though? No. It did at first. Like when the neighbor that I've known for years, but um, but it's, it's a different situation now. It's just a lot, of, a lot of different. So I think that the person that they have become now is not so much a fan of me, which is fine. Okay. Which I get. All right. You know, people change. The grumpy guy, on the other hand, was just, uh, he just seems like angry at the world. I don't know what's going on with him. Okay. Like we did the, co- like the sitcom. Should we get him in here backs. for an interview? Fuck no. <laughs> Never. Are you kidding me? He lives right next door to me. Like that's, I am paranoid enough. I don't want the person next to me to know, you know, anything about this show. Okay. Unless they do know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think possible. it, and maybe he just hates me. Yeah. Yeah, it could that, be. That gets, it's entirely possible. I mean, can you believe it? He's a white guy with brown hair and a beard and glasses in Portland. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is nuts. So anyway, that's not that side of the of the wall that I'm talking about. The, the side of the wall that I prepared on about today. And so I'm up um, a couple floors in my apartment building. And usually I don't see anybody when I look outside of my windows because there's a lot of like trees and foliage and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Until today. So somebody hired some sort of, uh, I don't like gardening team, and they're on ladders, and it scared the crap out of me because I'm not used to seeing someone at the level of my window. Oh, wait, and your windows are open. Yeah, so my window was open. Well, like the blinds were kind of uh, cracked open so I can like let the light in in the morning because it's like kind of, you know, since it is shadowed by the trees, it's really nice. It's like a nice pleasant morning light. Uh-huh. But as I'm like in there getting ready and I'm getting all my stuff together, I see something out of the corner of my eye, and there's a man... On a ladder outside of my window, like, cutting branches. I don't think he saw me, but it scared the crap out of me. Because I'm not used to seeing a human figure, you know, like, ten feet in the air in front of my window cutting down yeah. the trees. Yeah, So it totally ter- Did he wave me. at you? No. So he had turned, and he was looking the other way. So I quickly, like, jumped across my bed and, like, did. I took both of the things and I closed my blinds as quick as I could. To, like, try and get him closed. But he was just out there, like, cl- you know, clipping away on these, like, branches and things. So I don't even know if I'm going to have, like, my shadow anymore when I get there. Okay. Well, that is a little shocking. And it did kind of like freak that. me out because he's, like, right level with my windows. And, like, they're locked and everything. Yeah. But he could see into my apartment. No, that's I, that kind of thing is, well, I want to find out why why you were so paranoid about it. I, I will say that kind of thing has happened to me before. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I was down at Digital Trends and working, like, in the <laughs> in the podcast room. And I was... Whatever, looking stuff up on the internet, nothing inappropriate. However, uh, I turn around and there's the window washer guy, and this is like you know ten floors. Up. Oh yeah, just like, ah! like <laughs> what's, nothing... what's he doing right there? And, yes, when yeah. people are somewhere that they should not be, uh-huh. 
Like, I'm like, you should not be fl- – I mean, I know he's on a ladder. Like, it makes sense. But, I mean, I just wasn't anticipating somebody standing, yeah. like, 10, 12 feet in the air. Like, No. I, I used to not have a – my bathroom window is high enough to where I didn't need a shade so I could let in natural light. And there's, like, there's no windows. There's no way you can look in. And so I used to not have a uh, curtain on there. And it was, it was nice. Natural light. Again, nobody can see in, so it was fine. Until the day my neighbor decided to put in an alcove in his, in his attic with windows and, like, construction workers. I didn't know what was going on. I was in the bathroom one day just standing there, you know, hanging out in the bathroom. And I look up, and there's, like, four construction workers, you know, like, 20 feet away from me just standing there at perfect eye level. I'm like, ah, oh, God. Oh, crap. You know, and so uh, that that made me paranoid ever since then. Oh, yeah. Well, that's unnerving because I'm like, I don't think that in any way is this person shady. But at the same time, it's like it is terrifying when you can see someone. You can see that there's only just like this this little piece of glass between you and that person. And how ambitious are they? Right. OK, so so you've got these people out there. Now, what made you paranoid about them? Um, it wasn't just that. It was the fact that they were right outside of my window and they could but see into my apartment. Did you think like, they were going have... to get into your apartment? Because they were saying something about your treasures. I am a single woman that lives alone in an apartment. Like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, half of my best friends have never even seen where I live. Yeah. Like, not many people. And it's not anything like I keep a giant secret. But it's just kind of my little my little cave. Right. Like, it's my... <laughs> It's my place. Like, other people have bigger places. Are your friends so. clamoring to get into your apartment? The only time anyone stays at my house is when they're, A, from out of town visiting and they haven't booked an Airbnb in time, or B, breaking up with somebody. <laughs> Those are the You're only the place times. For that. that is exactly it. The only times I can think of the past, like, three times that anyone has stayed on my couch, it has been all for breakups. Okay. And then, okay. yeah, and then, like, my sister and Michael, when they come into town, sometimes they'll, like, stay in my apartment, you know, if I'm out of town. So it's very few people that have seen them. So, so again, though, why do you think that they are, do you think that they were going to try to break in? I, I don't know, but I just don't like them seeing You think they're in there secrets. snooping around your stuff right now? No, like, I, staring in your all windows? All my windows are locked. It just makes me very uncomfortable to know that someone can, because I like the front, because I've never had the problem of anyone seeing into my apartment, because it's just, you know, the door and the hallway, and I go in and I close it, and nobody sees my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't like this fact that I was like, you know, in, like in the bathroom and like walking around and I had the windows open. I don't know how long my windows were cracked open and how like long he was able to like look into my apartment and see Man, stuff. Do you ever think like if you were a peeper, what an amazing job that would be? Yeah, that's to be a window washer or like a tree trimmer like that. Yeah, like a window washer would probably be the best peeping job in the world. Oh, probably. I mean, imagine the thing. That's why that everyone they goes undercover seen. as window washers in movies because they oh, can yeah, go and you peep, can peep in everything. Yeah. I mean, imagine the story. You know what? If you're listening to this show and you're a window washer, please get a hold of us or you know somebody who is, like especially like the industrial window washers or commercial. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Would you go on one of those window washer things? Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't think I could. I could not. I have a thing with heights. Yeah. I mean, I used to have to, in college, when I worked at the paper mill, we'd have to go up on like the cherry pickers and and the lifts and do stuff like that. That I felt okay about because I was strapped in. So even if I fell, <clears throat> and it's not like they're not strapped in either, but still. Yeah. That was like, you know, three floors up. It was. It's no, not, that makes me so It's not 20 nervous. floors up on a tower. Yeah, that would make me uncomfortable. Although, uh, I mean, if you're just doing your job, you know, and you look in the window, that's really not. Oh, my gosh. Everyone wrong. has a great idea for a reality show. Sarah's breakup couch. 
That's what Keelan says. Sarah Dillon's breakup <laughs> book couch this summer on VH1. Seriously, that is my breakup couch. Like, what, people, and you sit there like a therapist? No, I'll sit like, on my bed across so and like, we'll have happened. some wine. And be like, let's talk about it. Like sometimes there are um, like barf buckets involved because the person's really upset and so they overdrink and so they lay there. And I've had like I have my little yeah so break up, like, my my breakup couch barf bucket. All right, next Chloe, to them. tell me about what happened with this uh, with this last one. And then what you walk through the relationship, or or is it just really just a video of somebody throwing up in a bucket? No, it's not a video. Of like, someone is there throwing more to this? I mean, if you're trying to pitch it to me, I'm. No, I'm. I'm just saying. All right, well, people talk I mean, about yeah, their feelings. It, but... I know it's a yeah. In a tiny apartment in Southeast Portland, someone spills their guts. Literally. Oh no, that's not. That sounds like you're about sta- their broken That sounds like heart. you're killing people in there. Oh. Spilling their guts literally. That sounds like you're. It's Sarah's murder couch, not breakup couch. Oh. It's breakup with life couch. <laughs> people come in and never leave. Oh, that that's, wasn't what I meant. That's why your neighbors are terrified of you and oh. don't want to talk to you. That's what I mean, you're I do afraid. watch a lot of Lifetime movies, and there's a lot of, like, screaming and stuff. Do you watch them loudly? No. I watch them with headphones, usually. Okay. Because I am very conscious about, like, not wanting... Cause I, I like, there's something. You're doing something. I just want to get to the bottom of it. And I'm not saying it's even wrong, but there's something there. Is it just because, like, I just stay on my own and just hibernate in there and don't talk to anybody? That's, that's what I'm feeling is the biggest thing. Hmm. I don't know. Well... I don't care enough to know. Anyway, I hope my apartment's in one piece because that would make me very paranoid. All right. All right. So I'll let you know. Okay. We'll have to get to the bottom of it. Well, we do it. I believe our, our guests start here and uh, we should probably take a break here. Yep. And bring them in. So we're going to be joined by Isaac and Martin to talk about their comedy show. Wait. What? So do I have to do it like Stop. That was God, pretty you're bad. Being huh? weird. All right, I shouldn't have on. done that. Keep it together, man. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. And joining us here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. All right. There we are go. back here with more Fun Employment Radio. I didn't know that we were offering everybody that came in chocolates now. That was a new one. Well, I didn't know because it I kept seemed to, like, like a panic offer. No, I just felt like I was so aggressive with the beverages <laughs> that then I'm like, maybe they want some. Because yeah. a lot of times, like, I make that gamble and I win if I have something. Like, uh, who did we have in when I had an extra oatmeal? Oh, that's right. I can't remember who yeah, it was. I was yeah, like, do you want water, went... coffee, a package of oatmeal? And they're like, uh, yeah, oatmeal. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it didn't work out this time, but I, I guess we need to get more oatmeal. Okay. That's probably what it that was. Might be it. All right. We are joined now by two fabulous guests. So their show is tonight at Helium Comedy Club. Uh, doors at 7.30, show at 8. It sounds awesome. I want to hear your. I want to hear you guys explain it. Um, it's called Wait What? And we've got with us Isaac no, Pendergrass. you didn't do the pause, Greg. Wait. I know. I did what? it beforehand. I did it beforehand, then Sarah told me not to do that. I was like, wait. It was too much what? of a pregnant pause. It was too long. All right, let's let them tell us okay. about it. Okay, yes, thank it. you. Isaac, hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Doing good. Thank you so much for stopping in. Oh, well, we are very glad to be here. Thank you for having us. Oh, my gosh, of, of course. No, I'm just so glad it isn't a 90-degree day because it's warm in here right now, but when it gets like 10 degrees hotter, oh, yeah. we'll yeah. all melt together. It's a sweat box. Oh, yes. It feels good right now, though. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we also have with us Martin Lendals. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hi, hi Martin. Us. Thanks Mar- so much. So you have a magical accent. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Sweden. <gasps> okay. I was trying to place it. Well, I was looking at your um, the press release, too, that you guys sent. So it's a group of five of you that are part of the team. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's five producers. Five producers. Show, yeah. And it's it's a completely international production that you guys have going here. Very much so. <laughs> so, Isaac, are you from the U.S.? Or are you from... I am from... 
The South. So I don't the South. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Because I'm looking at it, it's like Canada, Egypt, Greece, Sweden, and U.S. So, so somebody from everywhere. Yeah. Yes. And that is, that's really cool. How did that happen? How did you guys all find each other in comedy and, and start, start this? It was just random. And yeah, we didn't plan to be from different places. We just, <laughs> yeah. uh, happened to be at the same place at the same time, and we gelled with each other. And we're like, okay, let's do something with this. That's really cool. Also, yeah. you made an accidental gimmick. You yeah. didn't know yes. it. Yeah. Okay, oh well, well different places. But yeah, it, it, it all started at a uh, a comedy workshop. Uh, really? Yeah, about what three years ago? Four, three, four years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah, at uh, Alex Falcone's oh, yeah. comedy sports. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. Oh, did you go to one of the classes? We did. Oh, we did. awesome. Yeah. Our buddy Keelan just did that a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Alex is great. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he really nice. That's cool. So one of his classes helped form this whole yeah. this whole partnership. And then where did the concept for weight, well, first of all, the name, like where did you get the weight what come from? <laughs> also, also accidental. We, had, we were trying to come up with tons of names and all of them, well, frankly, they sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. Wait, we were, what were some of the other ones? I can't even remember now. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Well, the, well, the name was accidental, but the idea for wait, what wasn't an accident, right? No, no, the idea was not. <laughs> no, but, no, it, it happened about. Uh, it was about a y- little more than a year ago. Uh, Curious Comedy Theater mm-hmm. put out a, a notice for they wanted uh, shows for their test pilot project, where they tried on different shows and. I I wanted to do something and and I hadn't seen too many like comedy game show you know like those panel game shows you see on mm-hmm. TV something mm-hmm. that we used to see on TV and there, there are a lot of them in in Europe where I come from so I grew really, up with that stuff it's yeah still yeah. popular there. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of gone away yeah. in the states I always enjoyed those yeah. Yeah. yeah I know me too so I thought well let's see if they would want something like that so we just did a little pitch for it and they said okay come and try it out so we tried it out there it was a hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I will say that all twenty people that came to watch it really loved it. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, they came, but uh, yeah, and it came, we just started doing kind of monthly, and then actually Alex Falcone was on the on the show, and then he said, "Hey, you guys should try to pitch this to Helium," and then he mentioned it to to Helium, and then I said, "Okay, yeah, well, why don't you try it out?" And then we we did that in November. It was our first show there. Wonderful. Yeah. So is this your first one at Helium since that November? Yeah. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So have you changed so since the beginning of starting Wait What and to now have you changed anything like drastic about it? about the production, about how you do it? The no. question. No. <laughs> well well the the major change that came was that we used to do a, a twenty minute show at uh, Curious Comedy, which was right. a little too short, we thought, for the format. And now we're doing a ninety minute show. So that was that was a big jump when they said, "Yeah, yeah. I, oh, by the way, you need to fill ninety minutes." And we're like, <laughs> right, seventy <laughs> more minutes. Yeah. So we basically put what three games in one. That's kind of, that's kind of the format now. We have eight teams and uh, uh, two teams per round, and then, okay, and then a uh, final round at the end with the so yeah, the winners move on. Yeah, exactly. Right. There are four teams, the eight comics. So there's. Team one and two in the first round, team three and four in the second round. Sorry. Get it straight. (laughs) But are you a producer? (laughs) So how do you pair up the comics? Because I'm looking at this. You have a full roster. So it's Susan Rice, Shane Moss, uh, Sam Miller, Joni Quinn, Caitlin Weyerhaeuser, Chris Etrick, uh, Amanda Arnold, Katie Wynn. So that's a a solid lineup of talent alone. Yeah, yeah. They are very – I'm just going to try to get out of their way. Yeah, right? Is it like team sports where, like, they get to pick who they're on or do you guys assign them to somebody? 
Uh, we assign them uh, pretty much. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In, in every case, them. we assign them. Yeah, out. yeah. And it's, we we try to balance out the teams a little bit uh, as as much as we can from what we know about the uh, contestants. But yeah, yeah. To get like a balance of like people, some people are really fast. They talk a lot. They mm. like try to get in there, and other people kind of mulls things over and are a little slower. So we try to pair them up that way, or like other attributes that we think would gel with each other. Not everybody's gonna be wondering who's who now. <gasps> That's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> if I was paired up, I'd be like, "Am I the slow one?" <laughs> That's all right. Let them be paranoid. Let them, let them try to figure it out. <laughs> So, what kind of challenges do you um, or games do you do on? Wait, what? Like, what? Are, like, when the teams are competing against each other, what are they competing well, like, against? Yeah, we, I mean, we try to come up with games that are are simple to get to grasp, and that basically is just a start off point for them to be funny. Yeah, uh, and then eventually we just say, okay, let's just steal some games from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have we have games like. Uh, uh, we have one that we like that's called Lost in Translation, where we find either uh, one one good one is uh, when we find movies right. that uh, the title of them in Chinese, for example, is just they just butch, butchered uh, yeah. the, the yeah. title. Yeah, like, like yeah. Six Sense is called uh, He's a Ghost. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite one. Oh my that's, God. that's what they call it. So. Wait, is that seriously? Yeah, seriously. They just give the spoiler right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And then we basically have them, we have them guess what movie it is. Like, oh my God, like that's that, fun. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell you how great this show is. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's, it sounds awesome. Wow, that's kind of a jerky way to title it. <laughs> and sorry if you you know don't live on planet Earth and you haven't seen Sixth Sense. Yeah, oh, do we yeah. need a spoiler alert for yeah. Sixth Sense? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sure. We do, we do, have, a, we do have a show, uh, a game called Spoiler Alert. Yeah? Yeah, that's the one where we show, uh, we show kids the last two minutes of a movie. And then they have to guess uh, what the plot is about. <laughs> and then people have to guess what movie they are describing, for example. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you get the kid's description and then you got to figure exactly, out. Exactly, exactly. That's great. But they only see the last part of the movie. You kind of have to screen it first to see, okay, let's show them this. Yeah. Oh, like, no, which one are we showing them? How traumatic is this going to be? <laughs> who, who showed their kids Schindler's List? Mm. Oh, God. Well, to be <laughs> fair, though, did. to be fair... One, uh, Chandler's List ends on a, you know, it's just a big group hug, basically. So it's not nothing bad. Okay. And okay, so it was you. Right. It was me. <laughs> oh, wow. I like this, too, how it's described. You said there'll be laughter, awkward silence, and potentially really, really bad singing for your entertainment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that we, there's another game called Burrito Karaoke. Yeah. Burrito Karaoke. How does that work? Please to be telling me what that is. Yeah. Uh, it is basically... Uh, you're running the mill karaoke game, except for the only word that you can say is burrito. <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular one, yeah. <laughs> so every word has to be burrito. Exactly. Yes. That's amazing. What made you settle on the word burrito? That's a good question. Yeah. It's the funniest word you can say. It is a great word. It's true. You have different <laughs> syllables in there. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can manipulate the word. Greg, why don't you oh, try one? Why don't you sing no, a song? No, no. <laughs> now that I said that, I'm like, I just backed myself into a corner. I'm not competing. <laughs> but you can go watch. Uh, so it's Helium Comedy Club tonight. Yes. Uh, tonight. And uh, and it's a great deal. 12 bucks. That's awesome. Yeah, for, for everybody that's on that show. Yeah, for sure. And that's I, a great deal. 
I don't know if you take any calls or anything like that, but we we can definitely give out a few tickets to your listeners if they want to. Oh, oh we do have, they have nothing chat going to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, we we do. We have a live chat going. Actually, we can um, sure. we can say if anybody wants some. Yeah, send us an email. Yeah. Unemploymentradio at gmail.com. Yeah, and then can we just let you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, yes send, send them to me. Like, say, the first 10 people who okay. message you, they get a free ticket. That's amazing. That's awesome. Sure. What a great thing to do, too, on a Thursday night. That's perfect. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So not only are you guys, you know, you're hosting this and you're producers of this, but you are also individual comedians. So do you have any other shows coming up individually that you've been working on? You oh. just had one yesterday, right? Yeah, I, I just did uh, You're Welcome last night with the Pizza Gang. <gasps> oh, with yeah. the Pizza Gang. Yeah. Gang, that gang. hashtag's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fantastic show. How I'm sorry fun. you guys missed it. I know. Oh, no. well, I had to work. Yeah. But, <laughs> glad that you had fun with the pizza game. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and Martin, you've got, you got a big show coming up here. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a, a, a conference uh, for Narcotics Anonymous on uh, June 8th, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I have to check that out. A conference That's... for Narcotics Anonymous? That's... Yeah. They they have a comedy night there where they have a headliner and I'm I'm featuring for him. So That's great. Yeah, it's going to be That's really fun. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's the neat thing about comedy is that it can kind of fit in in all these different places that you don't really think yeah. about. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Oh, and everybody needs to laugh. I mean, yeah, and then, you know, no matter what it is. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then it's the Helium, Portland's Funniest Persian competition starts off in the end of this, end month, of this month, right? Yeah, that's yep. right. So, Are you guys competing? We are. Yeah, well, I think yeah. every comic in the city is competing <laughs> in that thing. Awesome. But it's a really it's a really fun uh, fun competition. So yeah, Martin, yeah, yeah. Uh, Martin will be on June fifth, seven o'clock show. No, no, you'll be on the ten o'clock show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the late show. Yeah, we usually make it to some of those, and sometimes we. June twenty seventh. That's you, Isaac. That's me. Yeah. yeah. June twenty seventh. God forbid we plug our own show. I know. Like, you don't have to whisper. You can say. Like. Well, he I'm was, just he was supposed to know my date, but <laughs> he does have a whole notebook full of notes over I there. I do, but it just says my date. Oh, <laughs> friendship. <laughs> All right. So the the fifth, the twenty seventh, every time in between. So many funny comedians. Yeah. 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 Go tonight to Absolutely. Helium. Because it's a it's a great venue and this sounds like an awesome show. Yeah, ticketsheliumcomedy.com dot com and uh, and shoot us a message too. Funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. So we might be able to swing we'll a couple of no, no, yeah. yeah. See now we're whispering in the microphone. I know. Stop. I know. It's, <laughs> it's it's so addictive to do. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us too and, and hopping in. What's the best way for them for for everybody to follow you too for. Probably on our Facebook website, uh, Facebook, Facebook page, yeah. For yeah. for wait what? Yeah, or okay. Twitter uh, Twitter handle is wait what the show. Okay, awesome. Cool. Yeah. And we'll post it up too when we send out the show here in just a little bit. So everybody listening to the podcast, you can go there and find the link as well and check yes. it out. And same cool. on Facebook, wait what the show as well. Yeah, is wait, it wait what? dot 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 what? No, just wait what the show. Wait what the wait, show? Wait, wait what the show? Got it. Yeah. All wait, right, so we'll make sure to do it right. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, well, thank you so much, you guys. This is thank awesome. You. Thank right, you. Very uh, much. We'll be back in a bit with more fun employment radio. All right. Two, three. All right, and that was. Isaac and Martin. They're yes. very nice. They were very nice. Very I felt nice. a little discombobulated. Yes, I know. Well, you also really tried to push the sparkly water really hard. Well, I don't, why, were you, guests, why were you pushing it so hard? I don't know. I asked them again, too, while they were leaving. You did. Like, after they left, it's like, no, you want, seriously, do you want some sparkly water? But, I mean, I just don't understand like it's, who it's, would it's, turn down like It was some kind of water. innuendo. Like, it's like you were trying to give them, I well, don't like know. Like, I'm some, like, madam? I don't know. It was weird. I would be nervous. No. I would make me uncomfortable. Well, anyway, well, since they said no, I feel like it's my duty to take home one of the sparkly waters because they've been That's, abandoned. Those are guest sparkly waters. Mm, no, but they could have been guest sparkly waters. <laughs> so why don't we assume that both of the guests took, or one of the guests took a sparkly water, and I'm just helping out. 
That's not really how that, that is works. how it works. If we had them set aside for yeah. guests and the guests didn't take them, why can't we just pretend like they did? Mm, that's how stuff no, works. No, I don't think that's you're stealing from yourself is what's happening. Aren't we all stealing from ourselves? No. <laughs> that doesn't even mean Deep anything. Thoughts with Sarah <laughs> Dillon. That's right. They listen to the first part of the show. They know we're weird. Yeah. Okay. We're like, oh, we heard these guys were cool. What the fuck? <laughs> they listen to everything that happened before they came in here. Okay, they're weird. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. Just a heads up in case you're planning on heading to New York City anytime soon. I've got some I'm bad not. news for you. It is now being reported that New York City is literally running out of Cheetos. <laughs> Corner stores oh, around no. New York City are running out of everything that the, wait, see, uh, Frito-Lay makes, including Doritos, Cheetos, Fritos, Lays, and Ruffles, Roll Gold Pretzels, Cracker Jacks, and Grandma's Cookies. What is New York going to snack on? I don't know. Where are New York snacks? Dude, the crime rate's going to spike. Well, after the Pepsi, uh, after PepsiCo cut the pay of its delivery drivers by as much as a third, prompting many of them to quit. Well, good for them, at least, for standing up for themselves. So it's reported that Frito-Lay has tried spreading the remaining drivers through New York as evenly as it can, but bodega owners say that in some cases they've seen nary a Cheetos bag. Oh, my God. Nary a Cheetos bag in over three months. I want, like, a montage, like, of something that's going to, you know, it'll unite the city because no matter where you live in New York or what your background is, everybody likes Cheetos. So you're just kind of these people like, oh no, the Cheetos, and like an old, like an old rich lady walking through Central Park, like, oh, where are my Cheetos? You know, I'm picturing this how it's going to work out. I'm sure that's exactly how it is. And taxi driver, like, where are the Cheetos? Well, according to uh, one concerned bodega... I can keep on doing New York accents please if you want. Stop. But... They're, like, awful. Um, one concerned bodega owner says, I called the distribution center and no one answered, so I am just done with them. So he has just decided to deny people their Cheeto deliciousness. So 35 of the 140 drivers in the area quit Frito-Lays um, after having their pay cut. Uh, the pay change affects drivers nationwide and apparently consisted of swapping a more salary-driven structure for a commission-based system. So uh, some drivers say now that they've switched over from Frito-Lay, they're working for Amazon or driving Uber. So one of the um, routes, one of the drivers that's still delivering Cheetos, says that some desperate store owners, when they're driving around the Frito-Lay truck, have resorted to ambushing them (laughs) on their routes to try to bum chips or pretzels from them. Wait, so the Cheetos drivers, like, it must be a good time to be that. Also a little dangerous. Like a little dangerous, but also down like your fellow coworkers. Like you can walk there into the office, and be like, "Hey, bro, you want some Cheetos?" Like, like hitting on girls. Like, you know, why don't you go back to my place? I've got Cheetos. I mean, when people complain about the construction stuff in Portland, just think we could be living in a city where Cheetos were not within arm's reach. Yeah. What kind of place is we're that? We're doing pretty good. What pretty kind of world is good. that? Of note, right now, I'm taking a look in the live chat, thefunemploymentradio.com slash supporters for the supporters club. Uh, Rick just said Cheetos are gross. There I said it. And I just have to say, Rick is gross. I agree. That, that Rick is gross? Yes. Cheetos are delicious. <laughs> so if it has to be one or the other, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rick loses. I pick my best friend Cheetos. <laughs> I, I try not to eat them very much. Like, they're a delicious treat. Like, Greg eats them a lot. I do not. But, I, don't, uh, I go I through fits. I go through Cheetos fits. Go through spurts. 
fits. I'm not going to say spurts. That's gross. Keelan says Cheetos are just, well, whatever. Well, Keelan's to each disgusting. their own. Good. Well, now I know who to have Cheetos around so I don't have to fucking share with you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Greg and I suck so at having Cheetos together. Rick and Keelan can have their gross party without yeah. Cheetos. I bet you guys like things like Cool Ranch Doritos Oh, or yeah, they're so good. Oh. Rick said you guys are abusing your platform to discourage me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick. You know what they like? But there's something broken you know inside of you. know what they probably like? <laughs> Sour cream and onion chips. I wonder if we can find, like, do some study, like a correlation between people who don't like Cheetos uh, versus, like, the lesser (laughs) chips that they do like. I don't know. Rick, I would always choose you over Cheetos. If I could only have, if I could have a Rick Rutherford in my life or (laughs) Cheetos. I mean, just think about this, Rick, though. It's come down to a choice. And Sarah's making a decision. And you survived just barely. All right, Keelan's saying these are the people that ruin a barbecue by bringing Cheetos instead of real chips. What's a real chip? Uh, I'm sorry. That is like spicing up a barbecue. You bring Cheetos to a barbecue. And Rick says salt and vinegar on my chips. Those things burn my lips. I don't like them. They're, it hurts my tongue. Yeah. Salt and vinegar? I do not like those. If I wanted to eat salt and vinegar, I'd just like pour vinegar and salt on a piece of bread and just eat that. Cheetos is like classing up the thing. It's like, oh, you brought Cheetos. Like, oh. you know, you can bra- grab like normal. You're adding chips. some color to the mix. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, look at those bland, boring chips. Hey, snooze alert! Who wants some fluorescent orange that their body probably <laughs> probably can't properly some yellow of? number five or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah. Cheetos are the cargo shorts of snacks. That is a lie. Oh. There's nothing wrong with cargo shorts either. I think that Cool Ranch Doritos are the cargo shorts of. You hate Cool Ranch Doritos. They are the worst. I don't like Doritos. Period. I just don't like them. Doritos are nacho cheese. Doritos are. I would probably choose them over Cheetos if I had to make a choice. I'm not a big chips person. I do like, but I, I'm more of like a um, like a white cheddar popcorn person. Like if I had a oh choice between Oh my god, you're chips one of those. I like those, or like you uh, know the caramel and cheese popcorn. Okay. I don't think I. I you're like somebody Pringles. who brings popcorn when somebody I like says Pringles. <gasps> I like okay, sun that's chips. the worst. Sun chips. No, are the worst so good. is when somebody says bring chips and you bring popcorn. That is not the same as bringing chips. What? That is does not count. Like, oh, yeah, just bring some chips. Uh, well, it's okay. I brought some popcorn. I'm like, oh, great. Oh, everyone's getting riled. Popcorn. Everyone's riled up about this. That's a real big. All right. So uh, Ben says, I like nacho cheese Doritos. Cool this Ranch is, is a hoop Anarchy's factory. broken out here on the show. Like, um, a lot of divisions. Keelan says, the only good Doritos are taco Doritos. Verity says, Tapatio Doritos. So good. Uh, Eddie loves Takis. Jacob says, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) I'm freaking out. (laughs) I'm freaking out. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Jakey, pretzels. Yeah, that's another terrible one to bring if somebody says bring chips. Pretzels are the most boring. Okay, pretzels are the worst. Pretzels are so boring. Pretzels are the the raisins of chips. Yes, I'd agree with that. Nobody's happy to see a pretzel unless it's like a big soft pretzel with cheese. Yeah, but that's because the cheese is on it. Let's yeah, be honest. I know. Nobody wants to like the big stuff, like bready, like doughy pretzel, like oh, but then you just dunk it in the cheese. I think I'm hungry. You're always hungry. You're always hungry. Got any Cheetos? Cheetos are to snacks as Tori Amos is to Lilith Fair. What's that mean? Sarah, you would understand that one. I don't know because I thought Tori. Well, I guess Tori Amos didn't do Lilith. I don't know if she did or not. I don't know Tori Amos. Are you talking about like Ani DeFranco? Same thing. It is not the same thing. You shut your whore mouth. That is not appropriate. 
All right, I'm just going to go to this story since it's a food fight right now. All right. Uh, Sorry, we got all the heated one. there. I know. Let's this all one. just agree. We like snacks. All right, Greg. I, and let's all just be happy we're not in New York where we can't get any snacks I know. Right now. Let's all be Unless happy you are that in we New York. have our freedom of any snacks that we want. Unless you are in New York right now, which I know we have listeners there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what you're going through. Yes. Um, all right. So I do have one more food-based thing. But, Greg, this is exactly opposite of your Cheetos love. This is something that you might despise. But also somebody else despises this and has made a significant amount of money about it. I mean, nobody likes him, but he's made some money. Here's the headline. Okay. Man makes Here's one... the scoop. Here's the 411. Oh, don't say that ever. A man has made over 1,000 pounds a year by filing complaints about mayonnaise. <laughs> All right, and I am somebody who doesn't like mayonnaise, but how is he... Wait, how is he making... I'm so glad you asked this, me. Please. Chris Owen hates mayonnaise. <laughs> no, like, this is his platform. Chris Owen says he makes about 90 pounds a month by complaining about its unwanted use in foods he orders at restaurants. Oh, God, I bet he had eaten more spit than mayonnaise in his food. Ew. The 39 gross. That is such a gross term. What? He's eaten more spit than mayonnaise in his food. Oh why my is that gross? God. I don't like, know why. If he's visual... making, if he's just going to places knowing that they have mayonnaise in the ingredients, then like making them make it, then yeah. causing a kerfuffle. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. I don't like mayonnaise. I just wouldn't order it. I'm not going to go, you know, complain to somebody. All right. Well, the 39 year old PR director <laughs> from High Wycombe, Buckingshire. Wait, this guy's a PR director. Yeah. Says he always tells staff when there's an issue with his food, not before, but after. And it usually comes with a free dish or a discount. Okay, kind of a dick so bag. there's, yeah, there's your problem. All like, right. it's one thing if you ask, like, hey, I don't want any Will mail you on this, and then you stop order it. talking they... so I can start using my British accent. The worst culprit is the burger. They always put mayonnaise on the burgers, he said. Mayonnaise is the tyrant of a condiment and very arrogant. Arrogant. It thinks it makes everything it's better, arrogant. but it does not. <laughs> so he's assuming mayonnaise has brains. Chris but Owens. It's not. Chris Owens, dubbed uh, Britain's biggest complainer by the Sun. <laughs> but he says he prefers it. He prefers to be known as the best at not putting up with poor service and mistakes. They aren't poor service and mistakes. It's him setting himself up. Oh my god. Yeah, everyone hates this dude. Uh, he has advised other diners to speak up when they feel like there are problems with their orders. Uh, with their orders, he's told the BBC that he earns around a hundred or a thousand pounds a year by sending mayonnaise-riddled food back after specifically requested. Requesting his food comes with no may. All right, so sometimes he does. Sometimes he okay. Doesn't. It's one thing if you request it, then you like be like, "Hey, sorry, I ordered this without." I mean, because I am the person who orders it without sauce. I order burgers without sauce. Then yes, if it comes back with it, yes, it's annoying, but I don't go in and pitch a fit. I'm just like, eh, or this, this guy pitches Give fits. me another one. This guy pitches fits. He, um, he's making money off of complaining. He's bragging about it. Says he also makes money complaining about other elements of service, too. <laughs> in total... You are right. He has definitely eaten more spit than mayonnaise. In total, he estimates he's made about 3,000 pounds since he started his campaign of complaining. <laughs> what a dick. This PR director explains his hatred of mayonnaise runs deep but also detests another popular condiment. He hates salad dressing. This friendless man also says he once got a free pizza after, ever, ever, after mentioning the overuse of chili flakes on a pizza he got and won <laughs> There four... are too many chili flakes. Yes. Like, if you order it with chili flakes, how much is too many? 
Can't you just blow some of them off? I, you would think. I mean, if you order them with chili flakes, that means you want chili flakes. They're probably like, okay, you're this is too many. Well, Chris Owen says that he urges fellow customers that it's okay to complain if you feel that it's your right to. It's my right. That's a world of crazy. It's my right. It's I can more your right. And they're going to spit in your food, dude. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. Right yeah. or wrong, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Told you, more spit than mayo. <laughs> gross. <laughs> that's so gross. Yeah, All but right. it's so true. We yeah. should probably wrap up for today. All right, did you want to? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one thing I, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll just say, I was going to do some ball talk. I'll say tonight the Warriors and Rockets are playing each other. Uh, for game five, which actually kind of got interesting because... It's two and two, right? It's two and two. So this is... Is this the game? No. It's best... It's the best out of seven. Okay, so four. So whoever gets Best four. four out of seven. But it's in Houston right now. Ooh. I still think the Warriors are going to win. I, I think they may just win the next two games, but Houston's made it a series at least. We'll see. Golden State does have some injuries. The other big thing, story of ball talk, which is not worth going into too much on here because it's just so stupid, is the NFL making a rule. Oh, yeah. Um, You can read all about it. It's the dumbest fucking thing that they've done where essentially the NFL passed these rules without consulting the Players Association that um, if players knee during the national anthem, mm-hmm. then they can find the player and the team, and they can dock the team 15 yards in the game. Oh boy! Because of that, Greg, I just found a story for you. By the way, right now, what? Amazon Alexa. Uh, a woman in Portland, Oregon, claims that Alexa recorded a private conversation. Oh, I have that. And yeah. sent it to a random contact. Yep, we're going to be talking about that actually later today because I'm going to be on Digital Trends, Trends with Benefits, live at 2:30 p.m. This afternoon, that's May 24th, or you can listen to the podcast anytime. Anytime you can get that podcast, too. But yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Alexa apparently recorded a conversation. It's That's crazy. And scary. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be discussing that. Uh, don't forget to go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on Sarah's big old yellow okay, button right there enough. on the page. And <laughs> And vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Local But if you do, I'd really appreciate it. Yes. Click click on my yellow button. Because really we want, uh, we would love it if you would vote for us for Best Local Podcast. That would be awesome. It means a lot to us and we appreciate you. It uh, takes about 20 seconds. It sends you directly to where it is for voting for us. You just got to write in your email address and then I think you're good to go. And then that's it. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we would appreciate that. Just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com on whatever device you're using and click on that. And of course, go see Isaac and Martin tonight for Wait What at Helium Comedy Club. Big thank you to them again, too. And send us an email if you want tickets because I think we've already given away some. But yeah, we'll, uh, we might still be able to hook you up. And we'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> With more Fun Employment Radio. Bye.